Hello and welcome to Parental Guidance Suggested. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. The smartest man alive and the first man? The, Are you the first man? I no. no, that was, well, I mean Adam, but not okay. me, Adam. Much in the same way that I'm not the Adam that ruins everything, I, I'm also not the first man, Adam. And this first man is man in space. Yes. It, yes, quite. Um, it, I, I have always been a a fan of like space related things. If you've mm-hmm. if you've had a conversation with me that's lasted more than five minutes, um, I have a fascination with Star Trek. I have a fascination with what? Stargate. Really? I, huh? I, this is I all enjoy, new to me. I enjoy Babylon Five, uh, Deep Space. Like, by the way, your sister's photos in New Zealand are killing me. Yeah, like standing in the Hobbity in the Shire. Goodness. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah, I've get, I've given Bag End. She she was standing in Bag End. Uh, I know. <sighs> anyway. Um, whenever they did the uh, From the Earth to the Moon uh, miniseries on HBO, like I was, I was in the bag for that. Like Apollo thirteen, like stuff like that has always fascinated me, and not necessarily the the science of it. Um, maybe maybe some of the science fiction of it, but like space travel from a very early age, like when I didn't even realize like the, where the line blurred between fiction and reality. Mm-hmm. It all fascinated me, like. Um, when we would, uh, I got to go to the, uh, space center in Alabama when I was a kid, like got to get harnessed up and like, oh, moonwalk. Really? yeah, like this kind of stuff has like it, it was just something that has permeated in my mind and my brain. Like even now, like if, if I find a documentary about something, they'll just be like, blah, 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 the Mars Rover. Like I will sit down and watch that thing. Like mm-hmm. it just the same way that Westerns fascinated my father. If you want to talk about space, you've got my attention for at least 10 minutes. <laughs> Easily. And, like, I mean, sometimes Tom Hanks is there. Like, you know, sometimes sometimes William Shatner's there. Whatever. Like, real, fake, documentary, uh, fantasy. I, I just, apparently, I just like space. Well, the the drama from a writing potential is so huge in the space travel as we know it. Because you are, you're put in a confined space. You're just limited resources. Good luck, buddy. And we hope you come back. And it's terrifying. And yet when they pull it off, it's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's man versus nature. One of your classic like storytelling like tropes there, like man overcoming. And like, like I said, if you don't know a lot about space, I'm going to assume that you at least know that it's a vacuum. Like there's no air out there. Like if you're if you're I've heard that in space, no one can hear you scream. Speaking of which, another thing that fascinated me as a child, (laughs) aliens, like aliens in general and aliens, the movie specifically. So this story is um, now. Is this the story of the actual space landing, or is it the story of how Hollywood faked it? Um, Stanley Kubrick was not available to direct <laughs> that movie, but I'm going to tell you right now, I, I'd I would want if Stanley Kubrick directed a movie about him directing the moon landing. Oh, that'd be interesting. I would I in like Flint. Oh, and by the way, people who think that the space landing was faked, you're an idiot. Okay, let's go on. Though, though I will say, I, I love a good conspiracy theory. Like, even if I don't believe it, I, I love hearing about why it's true. And like, I, I don't, I don't believe the moon landing was faked, but 
I would watch a television show that explained how they did it. Oh, does yeah. That, does that make hilarious. sense? Like, I, if you wanted to set up the reality that the government did do that, mm-hmm. that story fascinates me. As it did uh, Tracy Morgan on yeah. Pretty Rock. Well, yes. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great comic uh, appeal. Uh, okay, but so... But no, this, this is about how they actually landed on the moon. And I mean, like, it starts with Armstrong... Um, flying planes mm-hmm. like he's not even a, a like part of nasa yet like is there even a nasa at this point um i think it, it there is but it's not in the way that you and i think mm-hmm. of of nasa like this is about how it becomes the nasa that when i when i mention that name to you like what what that kind of image or um but all that it encompasses what that what that creates in your mind um it's a very un-Hollywood take. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you've got, let me, let me use Wyatt Earp and Tombstone, two films that were released within a very close time frame to each other. Wyatt Earp is generally regarded as a more realistic take on the Earps, and Tombstone is the Hollywood take on it. Like, they're- they have the pizza. The, well, yes, that- <laughs> Not if y'all haven't seen the the 1990s Tombstone. There's pizza does not uh, oh, factor in there oh, a whole okay. lot. All right. Um, sure. Kurt Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, fantastic movie. But no but pizza. The the two of them, uh, very similar subject, but take two very different takes. Like on them, Costner decides to go in a more kind of realistic, faithful retelling, and I'm I'm using quotation because they're they're both movies. Tombstone is very is a lot more theatrical. I'm going to throw this out here. Did you know that Wyatt Earp, in his later years, became a movie director and producer? Yeah. that's He basically built his legend. That, that's why I'm saying, like, when I say the true story of I Wyatt Earp... I just found Earp, that out a few months ago. Wyatt Earp sold Wyatt yeah. Earp. Like, for all intents Brilliant. and purposes, like, the cowboys, like, the red sash wearing cowboys could have been the good guys, and the Earps were just people, like, basically gangsters trying to run over the town... But you know who shaped that narrative? Wyatt Earp. Like, and I, I don't, I wasn't there. I don't know. Like, and I'm, I, I'm not saying that to insult it, but like, that's a movie I'd watch. Yeah. Like somebody just going back and showing that the Earps were actually the villains, like in that case. But keep in mind, when you get to shape your own narrative, you're the one, you're the one that gets to say who the, who are the good guys. Somebody, somebody is, the, everyone is the villain in someone's story. Ah, uh, is that a direct Adam quote? I, I did not come up with that. I don't remember who said it first, but like, I, I mean, and it's it's a good it's a good point. Mm-hmm. Um, I say all that to say, um, like in that parlance, First Man is the the Wyatt Earp of the space movies. Apollo thirteen is the Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And if I, I mean, if you have not watched Apollo thirteen, came out in I think ninety five. Stars Tom Hanks, um, yeah. Ron Howard directed it. Fantastic movie. Um, this film feel like it doesn't sensationalize like a lot of it. Like there's not a lot of those moments where like, you know, somebody is standing with a flag waving like behind them with like horns playing like what they wanted to do. in a lot of this was kind of show the sacrifice and the dangers like involved in it. Like th- there's a, a point when like they're kind of explaining like the, the Gemini missions and like the Apollo missions. And they're saying like, in order for us to get to the Apollo missions, we have to do these. We have to do all of these things perfectly if we want to land on the moon. 
because they there there's a lot of uh, discussion about them wanting to beat the Russians there and how at this point the film starts I believe in the uh, early fifties early to mid fifties and the Russians at that point were just ahead of us mm-hmm. at every step of the way as far as the space program they were Russian to Duh. get there. <clears throat> Which is, I believe, where the name of the country comes that from. That is what I thought. I think. Mm-hmm. I might I'll, I'll I have believe to, it. I'll Wikipedia that. I'll check. It, that seems right, though. Yes. Um, I back that up. First Man, like I said, it, it really kind of delves into the meat and potatoes of it and shows you just how dangerous space travel is. Like, they're um, testing what uh, the prototype for what is eventually going to be the the limb, the one that lands on the moon. Mm-hmm. And Armstrong has to bail out of it because something goes wrong. Um, he he pops his his seat like the um and the the unit itself like explodes into flames. And the the directors are just like, we can't have you guys doing that. You're too important to this. Like that's dangerous. If you would have bailed out two minutes after this, you'd be dead right now. And he's like, listen if you're worried about like human life and the cost of that, like we're a little bit late to be having this because you've had individuals that passed because of malfunctions in like, you know, copper wire or mm-hmm. any of that. It, it goes through a lot of things like you, you get to see these sensational parts of it. Like when the documentaries are talking about, you know, man landing on the moon, like, you know, one giant leap for mankind, like those, those moments that are kind of etched into history but you don't necessarily think about, well, how did we get there? Like, right. okay, um, we we the manifest destiny, like the United States from from sea to shining sea. It's great for a song, like, and in the history books, at least the ones that that I read as a child, like they kind of gloss over like the stuff, all the horrible stuff, yeah, the terrible stuff, like when okay, it, we when when I okay, I want to go to California, I get on the interstate. I drive there. Maybe it takes a couple days. Got to stop and get gas a couple times. Like we, you know, sleep in a hotel. Maybe we get some fast food. But we're there. Lewis and Clark did not have that uh, that ease. Yeah. Of that, there. I mean, you've got disease. Like you've got possibly like hostile um, peoples living in those areas. Who, bears. Who had every right to be there. Fli- flipping bears. Like bears. I- I'm just saying, like, you had so many different things that... It's like people who live in Australia now every day. I don't... The I, land's trying to kill them. I don't think I could do it. Like, <laughs> like, Australia wants to kill its inhabitants like the island in Lost yeah. wanted to kill its inhabitants. So, the film itself, well made, did you... Take aside your deep love of space. You're just some average, huh, I wonder what this is about. Were you entertained? Kristen also watched it with me, and she enjoyed it. Okay, like it, it. I, I think it's a it's educational enough that, like, you if you're not just completely bathed in, like, the space program, that can you enjoy it? Yes, you, you definitely can. Because mm-hmm. she, she did not have that similar, like, childhood, where she just, she consumed everything space- and star related, and final frontier related, uh, or you know the, the 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 Star Wars, like Death Stars, like any of that. she didn't that that's not part of her childhood. But like she went to see this with me, and she even mentioned she's like, we need to show this to the boys. The boys would actually like this because mm-hmm. one one of ours in particular like seems to have a fascination with um, aliens and stuff like he he seems to connect with me on a very 
I don't want to say primitive level, but I understand what that kid's thinking at that age because I was thinking a lot of those mm-hmm. things at that age. And science fascinates him. Some of it's science fiction, to be fair. But, like, it doesn't necessarily matter what gets you into it or what you find fascinating mm-hmm. about it. The fact that, like, this might actually make him want to learn about something real and something that's not a lightsaber, like, kind of entices me. And I'm not, I'm not downing lightsabers, obviously. <laughs> Duh. But, no, First, First Man is an interesting enough movie, and it's got a... A narrative that you can you can follow and be interested in, even if the source material is not something that you necessarily constantly like just want more information mm-hmm. about. Okay. First man, go see it. Yeah, and, and I mean it's Ryan Gosling's there. So like I I don't experience this with him, but as I understand it, women find him appealing. He's reasonably attractive. I'm. I'm just saying. He's like, not like no. Honestly, he's not one of the ones where I make a list. Like, oh, I've got Ryan Gosling on there. But if he's on a list, I don't go. Oh, take him off the list. What? What's going uh, on there? I take him off the list immediately. Um, that's really all I have there. Uh, and I. And I try to talk like this at least once a day. <laughs> Wait, it's the 1920s. Oh, we're about to do it. Oh, we engage in war, world war. It, it, it's coming here. So. Look there, as the girls wave on to the, the men. Godspeed, Ryan Gosling. This has been uh, your newsreel. And First Man. So, go see First Man. You like it family-friendly? Is it just PG, maybe PG-13? I think there might have been, like, some language. And I, I like I don't mean, like, he's up there just being, like, this this F and space program, that, <laughs> F and that. We're going to land on the F and moon. You know what, I, you know what I'm F and talking about? Like, it's not... I don't mean questionable language like that. That would be hilarious. Turns out wrong. Neil Armstrong just just loved dropping f bombs. <laughs> Turns out they had to bleep him whenever he actually gets, and he's like one giant f and leap. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, 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 we got to dub this. This is live. Uh, Neil Armstrong uh, played by Jack Black. <laughs> or or like a like Joe Pesci, or like a Robert, like a mid nineties Robert Dor- De Niro. Like a, I'd watch that take. So. Basically. Or that's that's the guy they can have for the faked moon landing. Oh, Robert yeah. De Niro is the listen. What we're gonna we're gonna f and convince the U, the U S that we're gonna land on the moon. We're gonna take that taxpayer money. Like, that's that's what needs to what I would want. There you go. Okay, so first man though a good solid movie. You should go see it. Yes, and I want to say that we are now what just a couple of weeks away from Grindelwald. Yes. Very, 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 very excited. We got about that. that. I want to say Grinch is coming up. Like the Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. I, I know, but. I'm saying it's a significant film and it's one that you and I will probably cover. I know. It's just the Ron Howard, Jim Carrey Grinch just turned me in and just turned me. Much in the same way that all of Stephen King's novels remain untouched whether or not you've got a good adaptation a bad adaptation i think we can all agree that the original like made for tv special grinch I'm, I'm just saying like boris karloff in in that particular i i don't feel and like I, i've been wrong about this stuff before i didn't think anybody could ever touch the duke in true grit mm-hmm. like you had a performance in the most recent, I think, 2010 by Jeff Bridges, and I was like, oh, wow, I 
I didn't think that was capable. Jeff Bridges as the Grinch. I had watched that. I like in a live action. Yes. I, Yes. There's not a whole lot I wouldn't watch <laughs> Jeff Bridges do. I, I just I, I'd watch that. I, I I'd be in. Like if they wanted to remake the Mary Tyler Moore show, turn it into a movie, and have Jeff Bridges be Mary Tyler Moore. Be Mary Tyler Moore. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Like I <laughs> I think it's weird. I think it's kind of a strange pull. But like Jeff Bridges is just good in everything, everything. Hmm. And they've got Benedict Cumberbatch as the Grinch. Like that enough. Who I love. That's what I'm saying. Like it's just, and because of that. And if I'm remembering correctly, this is all. This is like the the same set of people that gave us like the Despicable Me movies. Like I think it's Illumination Entertainment. I believe. Okay. And I'm saying like they don't make. Banana. They don't make terrible right. movies. I don't. I don't think we necessarily needed to revisit The Grinch again. But like it's a very popular IP. Like. I'm just, I'm putting it out there. I'm sure there. I'll have to see it because I have turned my oldest uh, into the biggest Benedict fan ever. I'm just like, he was great as Strange. Like, he was, however you feel about Into Darkness, and it's po- possibly not a, yeah. I'm just saying, what has he done? Did you not like him as Smaug? Like, what has Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> done that you're to just- you. He saved a guy who was getting beat up in real life. I mean, well, I'm just saying, like from from a standpoint as an actor. Not even not, I'm not even talking about him as a a person. Oh, he's which, amazing. I'm just saying, when when in the last five years has he disappointed you? Imitation Game, like that. I believe he was up for an Oscar for. When does Benedict Cumberbatch disappoint in the Never. acting arena? Ever. Never. Somebody, somebody, somewhere said he would make a good Grinch, and I, at this point. He has not given me a lot to go, well, I don't know. Uh, like I said, we'll end up seeing it, but still, I'm not all... There, yeah. We're about to get into that. Like, we had a big, like, we had a meaty summer. summer. Yeah. I'm saying, and like, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Crazy Rich Asians. Um, what, what are some of the other ones? Oh, that uh, one of my friends wanted to let you know that the girl who is playing the friend, and we were talking about the black scent and all that. Right. Apparently, she's a very famous rapper, and neither you nor I knew that. Well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put this out there. Um, talking to me about, like, famous rappers is like getting me to name five people in the NFL. Um, <laughs> if you let me... Currently. I can name yes. NFL people. Oh, yeah, but, but I've currently. got... I'm going to be like, uh, uh-huh. Troy Aikman. John Riggins. Um, uh, Dan Marino and uh, John Madden. The brothers. And he'll be like, Adam John Madden didn't oh. play. Okay, he'll, uh, he'll be like, he was an announcer. I was like, but he has the game. Was he on Dancing in the Star with the uh, Stars? Is, it, is that five yet? And he'll be like, no, that's not five Someone yet. named The Refrigerator. I don't, listen, the, the, the rap that I listen to is is late to mid-90s rap. Okay, like hotel, motel. I mean, I'll, I'll toss down some DMX on you, but like, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. But know. anyway, she's a big deal, and we did not know that. It's, now we do. I, well, no, I still don't know who she is. <laughs> like, I if you if I was playing Jeopardy right now, and they were just like, "It's Final Jeopardy." Bet it all, Adam. You could win thousands of dollars. I'd be like, ah. Uh, I don't know. Is he M- M- Missy Missy Ellie? Is that, <laughs> is that who it is? And they're like, no, no. We literally just told you what her name was. And I'll be I like, I've already forgotten. I don't know. I 
can I still have the money? No, that's not how Jeopardy works. It should be. Anyway, so we, we're about to get hit with movie after movie that we are very interested in seeing. Yes. Very. Mary Poppins, dare I say? Mary Poppins. Returns, much like Batman Mary did. Poppins. Superman also returned. I assume it's going to be... Batman versus Mary Poppins. Fighting the Penguin, maybe? Yes. I think. For the umbrella? I th- yes. think that's what that's the movie's about. All right. If so. I remember reading the synopsis correctly. It's uh, it's coming soon. Of course, I'd only slept for 45 minutes Whatever. and three days when I read it, and it could just be a fever dream. Maybe. Anyway, thank you for listening. Go see First Man. It is worth your while. And we'll have goodies for you next week. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens.